refrain Should help me explain as a matter of fact I like beer Welcome to another edition of At the Breweries Give me a keg of beer Pull up a bar stool and get ready to join the keg conversation. A shark on whiskey is mighty risky. A shark on beer is a beer engineer. Your one-stop shop for brews in the news is on tap. Beer! More beer! And more beer! Here's At the Breweries with Brian Noonan. Yes, At the Breweries has come to Friday night, Saturday morning. Uh, the time might be a little different, but the crew remains the same. Uh, very excited to say hello to the man who has uh, spent uh, over a decade putting up with me. Cody Goff is here. Hi, On this side of the glass. Yeah. Which is, I'm uncomfortable with it, but we'll uh, we'll try to make do. Good to see you. John Carruthers is here from Revolution Brewing, one of the founders of MenBQ, a uh, beer aficionado, a meat expert, a man who can cook and drink at the same time, and still somehow <laughs> not put on any weight. Jesse Valenciana is here, and we are joined by a special guest, uh... Jim, uh, pronounce your last name for me. Uh, Placky. Jim Placky from uh, Good Beer Hunting. You can go to goodbeerhunting.com. Uh, there's stories, sightlines, podcasts, everything about beer is there. Um, I'm a little. I'm concerned about the the big headline on the front page, the home page. Yeah. That White Claw could be the only thing that saves craft beer from itself. How yeah. how can that be? How can that be? I know Jesse. Uh, John, you follow Jesse on Instagram. <laughs> Jesse, very basic, likes to post pictures of himself oh my with, God. The, with the white claw as well. Now, uh, how can how can that be, John? How can, or Jim? How can white claw save craft beer? Um, you know, this article was written by the wonderful Dave Holmes, uh, who some might know from uh, Esquire magazine, I believe, and he Esquire, Esquire wow. magazine. Wow, Esquire. It's French. <laughs> Wow. And, uh, was, you know, we're still on terrestrial radio. <laughs> Go ahead. So it's written by a uh, fine writer from Esquire magazine. Uh, Dave Holmes. Um, What's in that mug? <laughs> Sorry. So beer, Dave Holmes wrote this. What, what, does he, what does he theorize? How does he, uh, how does he make this point? Um, th- he says that um, some people just need to get back to not thinking when they're drinking. It's not thinking when they're drinking. Just you know, it's it's limeish flavored. Oh, I alcohol. see. Because because people are starting to be a little too uh, precious about their beer drinking, or fatigued by okay. so many flavors all at once. Who can yes. taste so many things all at one time? Right here, John Super tasters. John and Jesse. They man, they come in. Their palates are dividing things into you know. I'm about to taste those cupcakes over there. Yes, you're welcome. Please, nothing. I'm a big proponent of sweets with beers, especially stout. The stout, yeah. Yes, you got to eat some sweets. So good to see you guys. Uh, let's before we get into some of the beers you've brought. There've been a couple big stories lately about uh, the beer industry. First of all, and and I'm I'm sorry to say this, I had never heard of the company that bought Ballast Point. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that we, makes we, what's going? A lot of us. There's only nine. The, the company has nine employees. They make 600 barrels, and for for reference. How many barrels does Revolution make a year? 85,000. All right, so 600 compared to 85,000. They're small. Can we say that without yeah. offending anybody? Uh, what is the name of this? Uh, Kings and Convicts. Kings and Convicts. Kings and Convicts. Angels and Devils. Wow. Yeah. I, I, you know, I so made a joke. Did you, did you know? What do you know about this, this beer? Well, it's not a Dan Brown novel. 
What's that? Yeah. It's not a Dan Brown okay, novel. So we know they have a lot more money than we thought. Tom Hanks will not be starring in the film. I mean, don't say never. Well, that's true. But okay, he man. could star in the Bellis Point story. Now, Bellis Point has sold a couple times in the last, what, three or four years? Well, this is the second time. It sold for a billion dollars uh, three with a years B. ago. Billion. Billion. Wow. But yeah, Kings and Convicts, uh, they're a small brewery up in the, the North Shore. Yeah. Highwood. Highwood, Highwood that's there you it. go. Okay. And yeah, nobody... This came out of nowhere. They right. had 400 Twitter followers when this came out. Their website <laughs> crashed because everyone's like, what the hell is that place? And then, <laughs> Have you had their beer? Has any, anybody tried no. it? No. No. Somebody, um, somebody in our community had... Uh, their amber ale and said it was dr- you could drink it okay it was <laughs> well, not that's rocks a, that's a ringing endorsement <laughs> it was not cat litter well it's not ramen noodle beer so i guess that'll be fine <laughs> wow i'm never gonna forget that, that huh? no i'm never letting that go never never that i'll go to my grave <laughs> we're known Just, for our amber ale that's great that's all right so we nobody knows about this company i jokingly said that they sound like a jean company that does those pants with the embroidered oh yeah with the big flaps the and, yeah. Pockets, yeah yes exactly for guys who still think ed hardy is a thing <laughs> well it's either that or like the t-shirts that mma fighters wear oh like, yeah you know like right where Tap do those out. come from it sounds yeah. like a, an affliction ah, this is, thing this is like if byron's hot dogs came out tomorrow and like we are proud owners of the alinea group and we were just like oh <laughs> wait, wait, where'd wow. you get all those where, hot Wait, must wait, be a you, lot of money in hot dogs. You can't say that Ballast Point is a linear. It's like if they bought Bonapie for something, they're like, all right. It's <laughs> like it's like if the Kane County Cougars bought the Cubs. But Ballast like, Point, <laughs> welcome the Cubs to the Kane County Cougars family. <laughs> Ballast Point has a has a pretty impressive history in the craft beer world, right? They they they've been around a while, and they've yeah. they kind of set the standard out in uh, California. Yeah, and people were paying fifteen bucks a six pack for that beer quite recently. What, what happened with those guys was, I think they were, I mean, I feel they were overvalued. Um, you know, they were kind of killing the West Coast IPA market. They were like the standard for that. Okay. And that's where I think the, the valuation came in. I don't know where they got a billion dollars, but that was right after Lagunitas. So, right. you know, Constellation, it was like their one shot to, you know, they were swinging for the fences and they're like, this is what we're going to drop and this is our, our, our and horse. This is, this is the, ba- the brand we're going to yeah. stake it yeah, all on. Heineken bought... Lagunitas. ABI bought some obscure brewery I've never heard of. Um, (laughs) And this was like, they're that. Okay. And so they made made that move. Now, does does Ballast Point not sell as much? Are they not as popular? Why would would they want to get rid of them? Except for that somebody came in with a crazy offer. The price point was, like I said, like 15 bucks. It was good beer, but when it's everywhere and it's on grocery shelves and it's still 15 bucks, you know, some pi- some people like to look local. Right. Sometimes something is not as hard to find, so you don't feel you should have to pay as much of a premium. Yes, exactly. Um, but also, when they started declining, Constellation cut a lot of their dedicated sales and marketing staff. So oh, instead okay. of people selling only Ballast Point and pushing Ballast Point, it was Constellation employees with a portfolio of things to push. And it's like, hey, you want some mango IPA? And okay. You know, no, people we said don't. no, I guess. And they we also killed cut budgets to like their barrel aging program. They so killed they, the whole barrel aging warehouse. Yeah. They, oh, dumped, really? yeah. they dumped, what was it, 200,000 barrels or something down the drain? What? And it was, yeah. I don't think it was that many, but it was a lot. It was a whole barrel, the it whole barrel many, warehouse yeah. full of aging beer. They just dumped the beer because it would have been too much money to bottle it. Market it, sell That's it. That's insane. I think it was we could have taken a couple straws out there, Cody, and yeah. taken care of business. Why it, was we not brewing it was literally <laughs> double what Revolution does in barrels in a year. They just dumped they on just the drain. Dumped it. 
Well, then you uh, know what? Then you deserve take. to be bought out by a nine-employee brewery from Chicago. <laughs> the the scary thing is that somebody out there has enough money to buy a, a right. brewery that was one valued at once valued at a billion dollars. Right, just... and, and a brewery that a lot of people, even people who are really entrenched in the industry, like you guys, hadn't really heard of. You know, that's wild. It's, I it's just... heard that one of the investors behind that, Jim, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, owns interest in Franzia. No, oh. it's Cupcake Wines. Cupcake, that's it. Oh, yeah. okay. So the, he's like, the, apparently they brought him in to to finish this deal. Um, okay. He's like, I think he put up the most amount of money for it. Okay. Now there's another story with a, a happy ending. We're going to get into that because uh, Chicago representing big in some of the uh, best breweries of the decade. We'll talk about that. We'll get into some styles. We'll get into some recommendations. If you have a beer question, especially with the holidays coming up, you're going to be going to parties. You don't want to be the schlub showing up with, you know, a six or old style. That's great for drinking out in the yard while you're smoking a cigar or cutting the grass. But you want to make an impression when you're going to a party. Yeah. So you want to bring something nice. We will continue with At the Breweries on the other side. It is 720 WGN. All right. This is At the Breweries. Uh, Cody Goff is here, John Carruthers is here, Jesse Valenciana is here, and Jim Plocky from uh, Good Beer Hunting is also here, a, a new addition to uh, the panel we were talking about. We were very excited uh, and very confused about the uh, the Ballast Point sale, but uh, now Half Acre Beer Company and a couple other breweries, uh, Three Floyds and Metropolitan, all getting shout-outs for uh, being named top 50, in the top 50 breweries of the decade. Are you missing anyone in there? There's somebody, yeah, but I can't see it in here. Shmemba Loop, Shmemba Is that in there? See, because I'm, I'm reading it. Oh, there it is. Revolution Brewing came ah. in at number three. Okay, I was like, because I, I kept thinking, I'm only seeing two names and a runner-up, because <laughs> Metropolitan got the honorable mention. So congratulations, first of all, John. Thank you. John, That's all me. John, I know. Listen, <laughs> it's all your tweets and your instas and your, you know, all your crazy content. But So Revolution is there. Half Acre is there. And, uh, and Three Floyds, which is in Munster, if people haven't been out there. So that's that's a pretty big deal because there's how many breweries now in the United States, Jim? Eight oh. thousand. Eight thousand breweries. So to be in the top fifty, not too shabby. Did you guys? Did they give you a little something at the at the brewery? A little they, bonus, a little, <laughs> little sixer. Or they something? were like, drink as much beer as you want. That's fantastic. Same deal as every other. John, is that right? Fired. <laughs> John, yeah. guess what? You're still here. Fantastic. <laughs> That's listen. We all don't hear that. So enjoy. So enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Um, this is it. so that that that's good, right? I mean, breweries love to have the, those are the kind of things that help yeah. enhance your reputation. I read through that whole list because that's technically work. That's not sure. That's you got messing do, around right? on the internet at work. <laughs> um, and even I mean, if you just look at the list of honorable mentions, like that is just a killer lineup of breweries. So do you do you take these lists serious? Obviously, any best of list is a lot of opinion. But once you're on the list, you're like, oh, yeah, they're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're the best, absolutely right. Best list ever. One of the best lists ever, yeah. I've never seen a list better. Unlike, Top 50 the list of the we decade. Were, we were <laughs> second. That was the better list. It's number 14 on my list of 740 lists of <laughs> wow. 2017 to 2019. Wow. Yep. That's pretty impressive. So uh, are you doing all right? I, uh, <laughs> you, what? No, no, no. Because, no, I, I hear you ran some sort of a weird beer endurance oh. contest. And yes. uh, you may have, may or may not have uh, regurgitated all over yourself. What, what happened? I, I may not, but it <laughs> was it, it was real touch and go there. Okay. Uh, no. So what this is was a piece for the takeout upcoming. Uh, 
did something called a beer mile. And if you all out there in AM radio land have not heard about this, <laughs> it is an act of supreme physical domination where you te- you go to a track. There's a special area where you have to chug a beer before you run a lap, and then you have to stop, open, and chug another one. So you can do four beers, four beers in over a mile. a mile. It is horrific. Are you we trying brought, to do it for time? Yeah. Okay. Time and not, you know, worry. yacking. Well, that uh, I get. If you expel any beer, you get a penalty lap. You only get oh. one, though. You know, you can, like, once you start going, you could just keep going, and you only have to do the one lap, so All that's right. fine. But we brought a woman from Runner's World uh cindy she runs like 630 miles and she was just like dying really yeah <laughs> this sounds like a college hazing it ritual it sounds like a fun thing. thing so if you look up the records like it is overpopulated the leaderboard is overpopulated with canadians and i'm like yeah this is a very canadian seeming <laughs> thing to me so this is like that movie the the beer fest movie but people, they... people do this in like six minutes it's crazy really yeah i, like, I can't run a non-beer have... mile in six minutes that's insanity it was it was fun. So uh, this was for the takeout. And mm-hmm. You write you write a lot for the takeout, mm-hmm. and you have a pop up coming up soon, don't you? Is it uh, is it tomorrow? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. That was soon. You had a pop up. <laughs> How was it? It was great. We sold all the sausage. Very nice. We did traditional Swedish potato sausage with fondue, cabbage salad, and we did potatoes for the vegetarians. Very nice. It's still the Midwest. Yes, of course. All right, let's get into a, let's get into a beer or two before we have to take a break. So, it, uh, what are we are we looking at? Uh, just personal favorites for this time of year? Is there a style that we're going to work on today? What's what's the beer? And if you have any questions, three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. That is the number you can ask uh, any of the guys some beer related questions. We're all over the place today, as far as right. as far as beers. The first one, well, first first and foremost, we were drinking Half Acre um, that we didn't talk about. Right. Their original Reaper. It's Kind of like a, I guess, a sessionable stout. It's yeah, it's like six percent. It's okay, delicious. I love it. New Great. year round, very exciting. Yeah. Now Cody has become obsessed with stouts. Lately. Yeah. Why? And it, uh, just... well, well, we went to Fobab. We did go so, to Fobab. Bourbon barrel aged stouts, number one. Uh, I bought about a thousand bottles of Bourbon County Stout this year. Uh, every bottle I could get my hand on, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just bit really into it. I mean, I ha- I've had some revolutions lately. The the Death Star and then the Plum variant. That's a Death stout. by Plums. Definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the same beer with plums. Uh, perfect. <laughs> there you go. You know, we just put sorry. What I meant is, it's the same beer with plums. <laughs> yeah. plums. You like plums? Plums. You watch Death Star and plums. <laughs> we got it. I don't know. Tis the season. Usually, I'm an eggnog and brandy guy all December, but this year it's stouts. I'm just all about Very the stouts. Nice. Now, this this is a much lighter stout, and I would agree it's a year round kind of stout because right. there are many I've had recently that like. You're going to have in the wintertime, and then you say goodbye for a while. Well, that's uh, last year when we talked about stouts, uh, you get the Expedition. Who, who makes the Expedition? Oh, the Bells. Bells, Bells Expedition, yeah. which is... It's a great stout. Perfect it's a stout. great stout, but it's, I think, 11%. It's, it's not it's sessionable. Yeah. It, it's I a mean, one I guess all beers and then can you be take sessionable. A well, sure. You know? from, the stout, from the stout conversation, you guys got me turned on to Hubbard's Cave. Which you brought in, and I've I've just been buying that nonstop every time I go up to the Beer Miscuous. I live like two blocks wow. from Beer Miscuous now. I think you have to start going to AA, man. It sounds like <laughs> this is a real Kings and Convicts <laughs> energy you're bringing. Yeah. <laughs> Bam! He's going to be a convict after he leaves today. I have a feeling. Hey, man, King is left a great new bottle shop. <laughs> so for for somebody who who doesn't understand what this all what that means, when you say it's a sessionable stout, who would like to explain what a sessionable stout is? I mean, well, what's a stout? First of all, because people see it and they, 
I think a lot of the uh, conventional thought for some people is they see a stout and they're very dark. And they think, oh, this is going to be really heavy. So what's the textbook definition of a stout? And then what makes a stout sessionable? Well, so this is not really technically like a a sessionable stout. I mean, like when you talk about session beers, you're mostly talking about like, uh, let's say like an, uh, an IPA. So IPAs are, what, like around five and, and higher. So if you have an IPA that comes in at like 3% ABV, you can have more than one. Right. So it's like you're having a session. But so you can, yeah, you can drink more than one. Yeah. All right. What's yeah. a stout, Jesse? Yes. What's a stout? Uh, I mean, Boy, it, all eyes on Jesse tonight. <laughs> John is uh, John's pulling back. He's still suffering from his beer mile. Knives out. He's stout. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ale with a very malt-forward bill. Okay. Um, rust, roasted malt. <laughs> roasted malts. <laughs> I've missed this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could. Re- I, we we've talked about Guinness, right? You know, and that that comes at a pretty low ABV. Yeah, but it's like five something. Yeah, four, uh, four, two. four yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, that's like four something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, and if anything, that's a session stout. But it's not. I don't think that's what they right. go. They're not like Guinness session stout. So this is the half acre. Which, as we said, is on uh, the the list of top fifty breweries, along with uh, Revolution and uh, very well deserved. Yes, very well deserved. Yeah, Halfager is wonderful beer. What? Because they they they've been around for a while too, and they've done a lot of great stuff. Uh, Daisy Cutter was one of the ones that really kind of pushed them forward. Um, it is crazy. Daisy Cutter has been out ten years now. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. See, and you know, I. For people who have been drinking craft beers for that long, it, it makes sense. Other people are like there's been there was craft beer ten years ago, other than you know Sam Adams or something. <laughs> yes, yeah, there, it was. Uh, there has been a lot. How long has Revolution been around? Twenty ten. We'll be hitting ten years in February. Very nice. It was Metropolitan Half Acre, well Goose Metropolitan Half Acre Revolution were kind of the big guys. Yeah, so Arg- Argus has been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. They have. I'll be nice. All right. I didn't say- <laughs> So, so we like this. We like the half acre stout. Now, what can now that we're talking about kind of the holidays? Mm-hmm. What since you guys are both food guys as well, or husky are boys. stouts? Are, no, no, no. But are stouts more for like desserts? Or some some stouts like more barrel aged stuff that can be a little sweeter. Those are obviously for dinners. But a stout like this, what would you what would you drink a stout like this with? If it's if it's got a roasty flavor, and this definitely has yeah, that, very um, you can use it with roasted meats to kind of replace. You know, you get kind of the flavor of a smoked or a grilled meat in the pairing that isn't necessarily present. Okay. So, like, if you just have your oven or your crockpot pulled pork, get a nice roasty stout in there, and you know, play it up. Uh, play up the the natural campfireness of nice. some of the malts that go into these. Now, yeah. you there's also like pastry stouts. So those I would not pair with anything like that. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's just a, a huge range of, of stouts, but right. something like this, yeah, I agree with John. Um, nice roasty notes to it. I'd like that with, like, I don't know, like roasted veggies if you want to go Ooh. down there. I didn't know you ate vegetables, man. I had to. Pearl Officer made me. Wow, that's <laughs> a weird story. We'll talk about it off the yeah, air. Yeah, we'll talk about it off the air, which we're going to go off there right now. Take a quick break. When we come back, more of At the Breweries. Uh, John Carruthers, Jesse Valenciana, Jim Plocky, and the very quiet and uh, increasingly a drunker, Cody Goff. <laughs> he's a, yeah, that's a, he's a lazy insane. guy. We'll do, we'll do this, then there's more. It's WGN. <laughs> Running down a dream, running down a beer, whatever you want to run down. Uh, we're here till 1 o'clock, then it's Matt Bubala. 
Doing a little at the breweries. Usually uh, you used to hear this on Sunday. Now it's here because uh, we're here. It's fantastic. John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing is with us. Jesse Valenciano, one of the founders of Mambic and well-known beer aficionado. And uh, Jim, Jim Plucky from uh, Good Beer Hunting, one of the writers there. He is, uh, he is with us as well as the man that I'm proud to call a guy I married, and he's still married, so my record is intact. Cody Goff is here. <laughs> You're one and know. Yep, I'm one and know. Pretty good. If, any, if you know anybody who's looking for an efficient, uh, my record is impeccable. I will endorse him. Yes, I did one endorse? wedding. Endorse? Is that what it would be? Sure, it's an endorsement. He's your sponsor. How about yeah. like and subscribe? How many uh, stars would you give him on Yelp? Yeah. Oh, oh five. Oh. I, I'm all oh, five. Oh, that's good. That's but, nice. But if you see one five-star review, you're still going to be skeptical. True. You know, really? Did he post this I'm himself? I'm like, it's some Ukrainian yes. bot. <laughs> <laughs> The laziest Ukrainian bot ever. I'm just posting one review and then I'm knocking Mary off. Marriage number day. one, yes. I like. I like you get. You do good weddings. You're very religious. We're gonna get calls about He's this. Good this is a good accent work. Oh, this one. You guys are usually here Sunday nights. This is a Friday night at midnight. Right, it's midnight. We I get to really loud. We're loose. supposed to be sober. Come on. No, <laughs> really. All right, so. No, we're not. Um, oh, if we you have a beer question, 312-981-7200. Uh, if you're looking for a recommendation, these guys will recommend something. They, Even though, you know, right now they're, they sound like they're just talking silly, but they know their stuff. These guys, that's why they're here, because they know their stuff. All right. What, oh, what are we doing? Yeah, just... Yeah. No, I'll be fine. So what are we... Uh, what are you uncorking there? Okay, so this beer I'm very excited about. Um, this is Avery Swanson's beer. So Avery Swanson was the head brewer at Jester King down in Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, she left them, so the beer world was like, where is she going? And it was a big <laughs> mystery. You know, um, she makes amazing beers. She de- developed a really good barrel aging program uh, down okay. at, for Jester King, uh, award-winning program. So she came up to Chicago, and she... You know, let the cat out of the bag. Uh, she's brewing at Half Acre, and today was the release of her, her first beer. Oh wow! Um, so the her project is called Keeping Together. Um, her first beer is a table beer, and it's called The Art of Holding Space. Okay, so, explain really table beer to the uninitiated. It's like a three point two percent ABV okay. beer that she what she age in uh, in the fooder for like yeah. a, a little while. Yeah, so it's mixed culture. Notes of table. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what you clean the table with first. Okay. Orange <laughs> yeah. pledge, lemon hey, pledge. Hey, Avery, we talked about your beer. It said it tastes like Glade. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. Um, but it's a nice, uh, really beautiful beer, actually. I had some earlier today, if you can't tell. Um, Half Acre. Well, we couldn't um, tell you. We can't tell, tell you yet. Because you're not pouring. I it. keep on forgetting words today. I'm it's sorry. Very, it's uh, very light in color. Almost. Uh, Got a little hint of. It looks. It looks like a lager. Kind of, if we're it? comparing it to tables, it's the lightest color IKEA that you it's get a beach from the wood, bin. More of a beechwood table, like one of those ones where you'd have the uh, the white legs and the uh, the beechwood top. I, I think, think it's called can, the top. I don't think they can use beechwood on the label. Illegal. Someone else got there first. Oh like, right, okay. A century ago. Avery Swanson, the queen of beers. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, BJ, yes, nice. right. Wow. I, yes, now I'm like, Sorry, that wasn't there. a very good bit, and I stuck with it too long. <laughs> you did stick with it, but you know what? <laughs> it went, it it's went officially Saturday heads. energy. And John's head is like, it's coming around, it's coming around. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get this. No, this is my good. Fraser Crane reference. It was just a delicate origami that unfolded into <laughs> amazing humor. Wow. You are deep. I <laughs> thought you were deep at, you know, on Sunday evenings. When it gets way late, you get even deeper. Oh yeah, now welcome it's, to one AM's yeah. near John. <laughs> Very exciting. So, what should what should people be looking for in this? 
this is a little bit lighter on the palate. Um, it's it's not exactly tart, but with the mixed culture, you, you might get some tartness. It's got an. It's not sweet tart tart, but it it does have. There is a tartness, an underlying tartness. I don't want to put you through the pain that John did with the, the no. sours. I really like this beer. <laughs> yeah. this is it's a got a real lemon-lime no, Gatorade a... thing that I like. Oh, yeah. no, that's everyone's least favorite Gatorade. The lemon-lime? Yeah. Everyone gets the purple or the... I don't mind the... Ooh, the, the blue's good. The I'm gonna go cucumber limon. I'm going to go out and alienate another... Uh, I'm not a fan of Gatorade at all. No? Are or you a Powerade? Power yeah! No, I'm a no-aid. Oh. I'm a fr- I drink water. <laughs> ah, water. No, Nor- I, normie I, Gatorade. That's right. <laughs> Boring. Basic. Basic aid. Just water. No, this is very nice. It's very effervescent. Yeah. It's effervescent. It's simple. Like, there's hints. It. I want to be, like, one of those horrible jazz critics and be like, it's all the notes she's not playing. But, like, <laughs> seriously, this is a very restrained, delicious beer. It is. And it's... I would... But surprisingly complex for yeah. what it is. Oh, I threatened to chug one at Half Acre, and they told me that's against the law. So <laughs> That's a Half Acre what laws. law. I was going to say, what law I don't is think that? you can open... sounds like the bartender was already getting mad at you for something else. I wouldn't <laughs> say personality, but... Wow. Huh. Uh, we have a question from one of our texters. <laughs> yeah. What beer from Mars can you recommend? M-A-R-Z, not Mars the planet. I, don't know if aliens I was going to say Curiosity. Rover. It's a rover. It's a machine. NASA, NASA don't worry about it. It's just making a NASA joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a beer. At I'm all. so happy to have had the second worst bit of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here to help. I'm That's here to right. help. See that he sits quietly, biding his time, and he picks his spot, and then still oh. missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> did it? spent too much time with science. That's your problem. I look, man. I'm Science just, and stout. I'm being on brand. What can I say? You are on brand. Listen yeah. to the Curiosity Podcast. That's what Cody does for his day job. <laughs> uh, by the way, so, so I don't know Mars. So what Mar- is- yeah, Mars is a community brewing company down in Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Okay. Make amazing beer. Honestly, they have they try so many different things. They throw so many different things at the wall and do so many intriguing like styles. Uh, but their tropical double IPA, the name eludes me. It's got a dragon on the can. You'll know when you okay. see it. Has very fruit forward hops and a malt profile to match, where it'll taste like one of those fruited beers. But it's all just from this really complex bill. It's okay. delicious. Very nice. Jungle Boogie is a really good one. That's for wheat. Yeah, they. Uh, that's a wheat with the South African rooibos tea. Rooibos tea. I, we totally tasty. brought this in for oh, the yes, show. Oh yes, I once. do remember that. I do remember. That's a good that. one. And I, they do Chug Life. Okay. Which I um, hear that's against the law. <laughs> that's what Jim's is. They'll, they'll come get you. That's just for Jim. It's a trap. <laughs> Jim is the only He's got an angle bracelet. Chug. We've got we have a lot of questions for him. <laughs> uh but Chug Life is one of my, my go tos. If I see it at a bar okay. and, uh, I want to go with something a little bit light and he, he doesn't crisp. mean a he doesn't mean a parole thing. He means a male anklet. Oh, sure. That's nice. <laughs> like puka shells or something? He's taken. Uh <laughs> yeah, but Mars has if you ever want to have Mars beer, experience Mars beer, uh-huh. uh Go to Maria's down in Bridgeport. They always have a ton of them okay. uh, on draft. And or go to their tap room. Oh, their tap room too, but... Yeah, we could like, go to their tap room. <laughs> Damn it, Jim, you're so like, smart. <laughs> you, could, you could look in a bunch of stores. They might have some. That's right. Or you'd you be could like, go to where they like, make it. True, true. You know, I, I go to the corner tavern. They have a lot of Revolution beer. Really? Well, we have tap rooms with just Revolution beer. You know, I'm oh, giving Maria some work. business, Jim. Are you on their payroll? For Pete's sake, maybe. All right, perfect. <laughs> Listen, we're all looking for a gig. Um, so, so Maria, so go down to Mars. Pretty much, it sounds like you guys are saying anything they make, you should try because there's something for every taste. Would that be fair? They they have they 
don't have these like hard parameters. They 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 get to go out there and experiment, which is really cool. Um, they have a very exciting beer program. So support those guys and uh, try their stuff. There's there's a lot for everybody. All right, John, we have a question that is uh, just for you. If you can pull yourself away from your phone for Sorry, a moment. Sorry, I was looking up the name of that beer. Oh, uh, that's okay. It's called Splash. 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 That's tropical the, pale that's ale. A tropical. And the double IPA version of that is also delightful. Right, very nice. Uh, the reason I said to pull yourself away, because this has uh, to do with a revolution beer. Let's hear it. Uh, and this is Diane. Hello, Diane. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm here. Um, yeah, I had a question. Um, I bought the uh, Revolution uh, Eugene Robust mm-hmm, yes. Porter. Yeah, one of Cody's favorites. It is so good. I was so impressed. God, I'm glad you um, like it. It's not as bitter as a lot of these porters that you buy from the the small breweries. A lot of them are a little bit too bitter, but this one is just right. Wow. <laughs> And a is Diane on sweetness. your staff, John? Uh, yeah. Is Diane one of your marketing no, people? No, I Diane, am not. Diane, the check's officially in the mail. That's who he was texting. He's like, hey, Diane, call <laughs> now. Call now. Diane. Diane, I'm dying here. This is the time. I made some bad joke. I, I need help. So, and I think this? it was 11.2, which also is very nice. Is it 11 point? Is no, Eugene uh, there? Eugene is 6, six 7, Oh, I is it a 6? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so. I always was a fan of the Belgian ales, and it's, you know, very similar. Yeah. To the originals. Good multi. Uh, it's got a huge yeah. multi back, but yeah. yeah, and just even recently, and I think the brewers have been far killing as, it. As far as um, recommendations for the holidays, mm-hmm. you know what I usually bring is something like the framboise, like the Lindemans, a peach, or the black cherry. I think you can find. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really delicious. They're not really. A lot of alcohol in them, but they're very flavorful. Very nice. Good dessert beers. Yeah. Well, Diane, thank you for the call, and thank you for the recommendations. All right. Take You're care. welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Diane. Yeah, a lot of the co- a lot of coffee beers do have a little uh, extra bitterness, like she was saying. But Eugene is... Well, that's not a coffee beer, but she's right. Well, it's uh, a, where it's you a, get... Doesn't Eugene have coffee? It's a no, coffee No, there porter. is a coffee, Eugene. Uh, oh, which is a really Eugene awesome. is just a regular robust. Oh, beer. see, the yeah. co- I've had the Eugene coffee. Coffee Eugene's the coffee Eugene too. is really nice. Coffee, coffee Eugene coffee is person. one of my favorite beers of all time. How much are you getting? Same, same. Oh my goodness! I've had a lot of coffee Cody. beers lately, especially on my new stout kick. And like, <laughs> like I bought a four pack of coffee beers uh, from some liquor store near me. And I brought it home, and I had, like, literally two sips, and I dumped it out. I was like, this is trash. I hate it. Like, wow. so you spoiled me. I'm very upset. Revolution. Like, if I can't find a coffee, Eugene. Because you don't know. It's I'm like, just excited that we turn you into, like, someone who's just way too aggressive. Yes, he's a monster. Very, he's a very monster. angry now. He's taking, he's taking the ramen episode. And, he and went back to five. throw the remaining <laughs> bottles against the window of the liquor store. <laughs> I went back, and I punched the clerk in the face. <laughs> you put the rider. It was like a Rage Against the Machine video. <laughs> this is your fault, because you... You guys are the ones that whoa, keep bringing whoa, whoa, it. Whoa, easy, man. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Kings and Convicts wow. is hiring. Roll back. Roll back. We need aggressive sales reps. <laughs> Do you and have you what it drink t- this right now? Do you have what it takes to be employee number 10? <laughs> I mean, are you looking for a podcast? Is everybody else's beer crap? They just bought a, you know, they just bought a giant brewery. So, oh no! Yeah, they they no, I, I they're well set up. Oh yeah, they're fine. Uh, we can mock it. We can mock it. That's punching up. That's it comedy, is, man. That is punching. Well. <laughs> Are they up yet? 
Hey, they went from we'll making 600 out. barrels to 200,600 right, barrels. So we're punching up. <laughs> they, they bought, they bought yeah, Ballast right. Point, and I had White Castle twice for lunch this week. Did you really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. It was a great week. I don't know how that's my argument. I had uh, I had some for the first time over Thanksgiving week. Had them for first lunch. time ever. No, first oh. time in a while. I had them twice, and then I made white uh, White Castle stuffing. Ooh, I did that too. Nice. Did you like it? I did it with the Impossible Slider, so it was a new taste sensation. Mm. Was it all right? I liked it. Yeah, I have vegans in my family. Oh, I'm yeah, a, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a live and let live type I was, dude. I was about to I was about to alienate vegans too. Put them on the list of everybody <laughs> don't do else. It. Please I don't do it. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I, I hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a couple more beers. If you have more questions, three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. It's at the breweries. John Carruthers, Jesse Valenciana, Jim Plackey, Cody Goff, and me, all on WGN. All right, at the breweries, we're here for another few minutes, and then Matt Bubala will be in after one o'clock. Uh, John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing, Jesse Valenciana, uh, founder of one of the founders of Manbecue, well-known beer aficionado, and Jim Plocky from Good Beer Hunting. Cody Goff is here as well. Uh, everybody's here. We have a West Coast IPA question, gentlemen. Are you uh, are you ready for a West Coast IPA question? Let's find out because Rob is with us. Hi, Rob. Hi, guys. How are you today? Yeah, there you. What's up, Rob? Good. Hey, I uh, wanted to point you guys into a direction that I know that isn't as popular right now because of all the hazy IPA hoopla going on. But I still like to try a lot of different styles of beer. And Miskatonic uh, Brewing Company out of Darien is doing a West Coast Wizard IPA. And it has got to be one of – it is – when I tried my first sip of it, I immediately thought stone. And I was, nice. like, just blown away by it considering all of the hazy fruitiness and soft, pillowy goodness that they are. It was just <laughs> – Wow. Really, it was just really good to have a nice, dry, bitter, clear, clean IPA. And I was just wondering if you guys had any experience with it and if you if you still appreciate that style of beer just as much as I do. Oh, I'll take this because we just released Northwest Hero with the flannel shirt and yes. the to do that. And literally, when we were putting this beer out, our brewers like you'd ask them like, "Hey, what you know? What inspired this? I got to do the tweets and stuff because I don't know anything on my own." <laughs> and they would they would say like oh you know it's those original beers when we were coming up learning to brew the stones the Sierra Nevadas and there's just you don't find that style of beer anymore especially not in something new so like I'm with you when you find something new just based on the old school West Coast if it hits all those notes you remember it almost is just bigger than some of its parts because it's something that doesn't exist like it used to so explain what explain everybody or most people know what an IPA is what's what's so, this style that you're East talking Coast, about uh, thanks Rob. Yeah, East Coast is that hazy, um, fruit-forward, uh, it's very much in ascendance now. West Coast is like when most people had their first IPA and said, I don't like IPAs, it's like it's really tiny, dry, floral, hoppier, dry yeah. bitter, um, but for some of us, that's like a thing that we the really want to go back gods. to, and it's, you know, not as easy to find as it used to be, right. um, so it is cool that, you know, an up-and-coming brewery like Miskatonic, um, you know, where it's easy to put out hazy after hazy after hazy is taking, you know, their shot at something classic. And you, you guys know? have talked about Miskatonic before. Mm -hmm. We brought in their Oktoberfest last time around? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah very good. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So we poured something else. Uh, one of them was a crew. I think Are they both crews? The last two that I have are crews. Yes. Okay. So Cruz Blanca, if you haven't been there on Randolph Street, they, uh, they put out some good beers. Yeah. So... Jacob over at Cruz, I think, is doing. He's honestly doing some of my favorite beers in, in Chicago uh, because they're small enough where he can really take the barrel program the way he wants it. And it's a really good reflection of 
him and his style. So okay. uh, they did a bunch of really cool barrel-aged stouts, um, and he likes to mix it up. You know, one year he'll do the same recipe in a bourbon barrel, and the next year he does it in a rum barrel. Okay. Um, the first one we tried was Loco de Nero, and that's an Imperial Blonde um, ale aging rye whiskey and rum barrels with Sparrow Coffee. So, Cody, and that's mm. a little bit on the, the sweeter side. Yeah. I really like that one. And the last one that I poured, the little bit hazy, clear one, this is one of my absolute favorite beers. Um, it's a Saison that he barrel-aged with um, dried black limes, and then he put in these French oak punchins. Okay, what, uh, are, what are French oak or punchins? Big old barrels. Okay. Yeah, so he put those in for about 16 months, um, and... I don't know. What do you guys think about this beer? This I was is one of say, my. It this beer is wonderful. When you yeah. said it's very good. When you said saison, I had a different flavor profile in my head from other saisons. This one does. You do get the lime. You get that citrusy, a uh, little bit of tartness when yeah. you drink it, but not not overpowering. Not to the point where you go, "Oh, this is a sour." Yeah, or, it's yes. smooth. Yes. I don't like sours, and I like this. It's it, uh, it's awesome how it compares to the Keeping Together beer. Um, like they compare yes. and contrast. Like they both have a lemon lime flavor, but they both do it really differently. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is nice. Now John brought one. Uh, you, you oh, guys yeah, both brought one. Yeah. What is yeah? What is that red there? We got, we got the so your <laughs> my white whale is to cure your absolute hate of anything like Belgian inflected with any sort of tart component to it. <laughs> and I brought in some uh, Wisconsin Belgian red from New Glarus I had from my last trip up there. And I love New Glarus. And this is this tends a lot sweeter than a lot yeah. of the other stuff. And I'm like, oh, if Brian likes anything, he's gonna like this. And I poured you about a hair An of it, of and you were like, eh. And I, so, you know. I don't know what it is, but we all, that's, that's the beauty of having so many beers and so many breweries. There's something, you're going to find something you like, and you're going to find stuff that you don't care for, and that's, it's nice to be able to make those choices and make those decisions yeah. based on all the stuff that's out there. I'm never going to stop trying to trick you, though. I understand, but <laughs> listen, my, my, uh, my very slow palate can still catch certain things when they try to run past me. Mm. No, not this one. Not this one. All right, so you're going to a holiday party. I'm going to ask each one of you. You're going to a holiday party. You're going to bring one beer. Maybe there's a lot of really uh, experienced beer drinkers there. Maybe there's some people who aren't really experienced beer drinkers, but you know you want something that everybody can enjoy and still show them something new. What would you bring? Who would like to start? Uh, Jim Plackey's going to start. Jim Plackey's going to start. Uh, I would bring Solemn Oath Lou Kolsch. Solemn Oath Lou Kolsch. Mm. That's the beer I think I drink more of than any beer now uh, in the last couple of years. And it's complex like enough. Yeah, it's complex enough for someone like me to find it interesting to drink, but um, goes down so easy that I think anyone who normally drinks like a Miller High Life or a Miller okay. Light, um, it's 4% alcohol, real crackery, like pretty, okay. pretty simple, but yet. Yeah, has like a nice aroma and fun to drink. All right. I am going to bring something that I know you'll hate. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring a nice Belgian red, uh, a Belgian Creek. And I'll go either Trey Fontenayne, uh, Ode Creek, that's um, this delightful European brewery, newly distributed in Chicago again, uh, big green bottle, big three on it. Look okay. for it. They got it at Binnie's, they have it everywhere. All right. Or I'll bring Dovetail. Creek, because oh. that is a delightful holiday beer. Very nice. And, you know, these beers are complex, but they're also very approachable with their fruit-forward flavors. Okay. Most non-Noonans tend to enjoy them. 
I can't be the only person in the world who no, doesn't like showers. Not. There's, there's nothing wrong be. with you. I'm just being a jerk. I know. That's all right. Listen, I, uh, I'm not going to bend. But I'm, I'm not going to go, all right, John, I'll drink it. <clears throat> this peer pressure doesn't work on me. I know. I still can't it's, get I you to smoke menthols. Trying. No. <laughs> Smoke menthols, drink sours. That's great. You got to sell them to him. Sour Patch Kids, it's fantastic. That's flavor country. Yeah, sure it is, if you're a six-year-old. Jesse? I would normally go with uh, some kind of Belgian. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Belgian doubles because normally with, like, you know, holiday dinners, you have, like, big, hearty meat. But uh, this year I've been on a Saison kick. Okay. Uh, It started with, we were at Ali Ali. It's really cool. Uh, outing that I had the Saison from Cinderlands. If you could get your hands on that, um, I forgot what the name is. Cruz Blanca does an amazing Saison, and Off Color does socks. Okay. Um, and their Saison's amazing. Can I put a bow on this? Quick, yep. Jesse Valenciana says, Tis the Saison. Tis the Saison. Oh Very nice. You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> Cody, anything? Watermelon flavored for Loco. All right. Uh, we're gonna take <laughs> Someone's looking to fight. <laughs> we're going to come back and wrap things up. John Carruthers, Jesse Valenciano, Jim Plocky, Cody Goff, uh, thank you. Uh, you can uh, you can always uh, come in. John, give us your Twitter. At UT Chicago. Jesse? Jesse Manbecue. Jim? At Jim Plackey, P-L-A-C-H-Y. And you can also go to Good Beer Hunting to read Jim's stuff. All right, let's do this, and there's more WGN. Thanks for listening and being part of the show. Jesse Manbecue's got a pop-up. Quick, oh, hold on. Yep, go. December 14th at Metric Roasters over on uh, Damon and Fulton from 8 in the morning till 4 p.m. We'll be doing breakfast sandwiches until noon, and from noon on, we're doing uh, tortas. All right. Thanks again for listening. Uh, keep, keep, I'll keep you posted on the Facebook page. We'll tell you where, when, when we're going to be back, what's going to be happening. But uh, always appreciate your support. Always appreciate you listening. 